Chapter 14, Squeaking Through in More Ways Than One. Thanks, Mom. I held up my lunch bag and gave her a thumbs up. She smiled. What are you going to do today, Mom? I was worried about her being at the Foghorn by herself. I need to get this week's paper out, Lily. Blue Smoke has a new column, and I wrote a story about the fires. Don't forget my story about the stolen money. No, I won't. Lock the doors, Mom, while you're there alone. Yes, I will, but Sibby said he dropped by to help me with the press, so I won't be alone. Oh, Sibby, I trilled. Mom blushed, and I left, letting the screen door slam shut. I giggled. Every time I did this, Boots staggered out of his bed, woofing for about ten seconds, and Fish howled, strutting about like someone had electrocuted her. Lily! Mom demanded, hoping I'd soon stop this dumb trick on our pets. Bye, Mom! Ha! So Sibby's stopping by. I wondered about that gleam I saw in his eye. Good. Somebody cares about Mom, and I can't keep an eye on her when I'm in school. Homeroom looked normal. It was the first normal thing for me since the fire. Prayers were said, Pledge of Allegiance, and announcements followed. Lily Dawes, please report to the nurse's office immediately, boomed the intercom. This was not the voice of the student who usually made the announcements. It was Sister Superior. My stomach flipped over and my hands went ice cold. I gathered my books, fumbling and red-faced. The entire homeroom stared at me. Don't worry, I tossed back at them. They heard I found a cure for the common cold. The nurse's office was warm, unlike most of the classrooms. It was cheerful, with lots of plants and a bright blue curtain hiding the two beds reserved for headaches, cramps, and feverish students waiting for their ride home. It smelled like alcohol, but there was a hint of ginger and peppermint. Hmm, Blue Smoke's herbal teas? Good morning, Mrs. Blue Smoke, I said, heart pounding. Lily, any minute, Sister Superior will be here. Do you have the threatening letter? I want it back. I fished in my book bag, retrieving it, and handed it over. Sorry, I wasn't thinking. I lied. I never stopped thinking. A second later, Sister Superior glided into the room under an aura of starch and ivory soap, keys and rosaries jingling to complete her officious image. Good morning, sister. I dipped a brief curtsy, hoping she would be impressed with my courtesy. Behind her, Father Felix strode in, nodding to the two ladies, his gaze coming to rest on me. Oh boy, I gulped. Starting an emergency Hail Mary. Father Felix started with, Lily, this is really important. Have you seen Janet? Blue Smoke pleaded, her voice catching on Janet's name. I felt my eyes widening to what I bet was my hairline. I just stared and shook my head. No, ma'am. Are you sure, Lily? This isn't some stunt you and your buddies are playing, is it? I haven't seen Janet. She mostly keeps to herself. Not because we don't try to include her, Father. She's a loner. I was beginning to feel angry. What did he mean by stunts and my buddies? Did he know about the buccaneers? I stammered. 
Do you think that me and my buddies shouldn't be trying to find the money we raised for those city kids? Cool it, Lily, I said to myself, but boy, did he hit a sore spot. I'm sorry, Lily, but you are a natural leader, and it seems there's always something going on, sort of an undercurrent. He looked at me, head cocked, with a quizzical expression. Father, we came to you for help when the money went missing. You wanted us to offer it up as some sort of sacrifice. We couldn't accept that. We would like your help, but we'll continue to try to solve this mystery without it. Lily! Sister Superior, who turned purple, exclaimed, It's okay, Miriam, or Sister Miriam. She has a point. These kids put a lot of work into that fundraiser. We should be proud of them. Shockwaves washed over me. An admission of error. But even more stunning, this was a true gem. Sister Superior's name was Miriam. I was getting drunk on the power of possessing this information. The only other thing I needed to find out was if she had hair under that bonnet. I need to find Janet. Blue smoke cleared her throat and tapped loudly on her desk, bringing us back to reality. Do you have a picture of Janet? We could show it to the Beachies to see if they've seen her. One of my friends told me she sometimes sees her at the ferry dock. You could ask around there. Good idea, Lily. I knew you'd have something, Father said. If she's not found by tonight, I'm calling the tribal police, Blue Smoke said, face set in stone. I went back to class, and as the day progressed, the message to meet at the cave right after dismissal was passed to all the buccaneers. This was too serious to lay low and play possum. Where's Ratchet? I asked as Wing, Bletch, and Snap, and of course me, trudged to the cave. Wing filled me in, saying, She said she was going to the ferry dock to take pictures so that we can identify the strangers, and she will also keep an eye out for Janet. Good thinking, I grunted as we climbed to the entrance of the cave. Okay, first, what did you see on the cave floor? We dropped into the second room where we found a bunch of food wrappers and some old homework sheets. They were from our math class, but no name. We'll have to do handwriting analysis. Ever the crime scene detective, Wing muttered sarcastically. We had some paper bags with us. We labeled each, packaging the various items from the floor. Let's check out those tunnels, Bucks. Just as Wing ducked to show us one of the tunnels, a low moan barely vibrated in the cave. Everyone froze. Shh, his snap. Again, the moan came, only louder, interrupted by some short clicks. Let's get out of here! Snap and Bletch scrambled toward the entrance, me and Wing in hot pursuit.